Hello, friends. Hello, I'm Angie. I'm Nicole. And we're back for another edition of Angie and Friends on a Podcast. So you being the immediate friend, them all being the other friends, we welcome all of you. Hey, we got some really great feedback from last week. We were talking last week about the ticket system and arranging our kids with chores and things like that. And you had some questions, um, just a clarification questions. So tell me what kind of things you got hit with as far as questions. Well, I had several people reach out to me and ask me personally, some friends, you know, explain to me a little bit more what it is that I do with my kids. Yeah. And so I kind of took what Jennifer had done during the whole distance learning and how she tweaked it. And I just took the implementation of the chores. So just the ticket system in itself. So with my five kids, I have five jobs that they do and they're done every day because they're rotated. So I have one job and it has a job description and then another job, job description, so on and so forth. So my first job, we have kitchen manager. And that kitchen manager is the one in charge of the dishes for the day, the sweeping the kitchen, the recycling, the trash, that no evidence. By the end of the day when they go to bed, that's their job. So I'm not saying... So every meal. So if anybody does anything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So there's that one person that's kitchen manager. But you don't want to be kitchen manager and clean up everybody else's mess. Right. So you are learning to be responsible for your own dishes and your own mess Because when you're a kitchen manager, you don't want to take care of everybody else's. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So as a mom, it's not do this, do this, do this, do this. It's They're learning as they go. Right. It's one job. Mm. It's kitchen manager. So it's no different than your job or those of us that are employed outside or inside the home. You have a job, then you have a job description. Okay. And it changes over time and it evolves. So kitchen manager, then we have chef for the day and they're in charge of the meals. Now, at some point, we'll evolve to where they grocery shop and plan meals. But the chef for the day makes the lunch and they make the dinner. But of course, if dad's home, they're the sous chef because he's always the one that wants to cook. Now, you got some younger ones. So you, I'm assuming, help them with lunch or do they do it Oh, absolutely. Evelyn is my youngest. Her favorite job is chef for the day. Really? She loves it because she likes the ideas of planning and preparing and telling everybody lunch is ready. So it kind of is bringing out her own personality of serving others, helping others and different personality aspects. Then the third job that we have is housekeeper. And that one is their specific jobs where they empty the trash, they sweep, they vacuum, take care of cat litter, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there's, again, the job. Are all these jobs like equal in, in what they, you know, kind of how much time it takes or? No, they're not. They're not. It's but, just not. So, but everybody rotates. Oh, absolutely. Everybody, okay. everybody rotates. So then, they do everything once a week because you got five kids. Exactly. Okay. And then they earn tickets at the end of the day. And if they do extra, they get more tickets. Mm. And then the third, fourth job is pet and property manager. And so that particular person takes care of the chickens, the dogs, watering the flowers, the pool. Does that include mowing? No, because really Ian's the only one that mows. Yeah, he's a mowing maniac. Yes, he is. He is very much a mowing maniac. And Brian, he's like, no, don't mow because I'm going to do it tomorrow. He just, you know, so they kind of get into cute little battles about who's mowing and who's not. Evan looks like that's his world. (laughs) No, it's Ian. I'm sorry. Ian knows. Yeah, I always do that. I just get their names mixed up. It's like you and Heather. I, it's just a, it's just a sickness I have. No, Ian is the one that, that mows, and yes. he does. He's a, a mowing he's a boss. mowing maniac for sure. 
Then the last one, this is this one is a hoot. Um, we created a position called PA. Ah, PA. The PA hmm. is the parental assistant. Oh, a parental assistant. Yes. Yeah, so the kids laughed when it happened because I they're it was like potty attendant. Oh <laughs> no, when the kids were younger, that would have been great. <laughs> but they're like, Mom, that's like a gopher. You're just gonna tell me what to do. And I said, You're right. Mm-hmm. It's the PA. You're going to assist your parental unit, whether it's dad and he's home from work or whether it's me. So if I'm doing laundry, you're going to learn how to do laundry. If I'm grocery shopping, you're going to go with me and grocery shop. If dad's out cutting wood, you're going to go learn that skill. Wherever dad is and he needs help, instead of all five coming around, it's always just the one. And so these have been tweaked, but each day they all have a job and they rotate. Now, Isabel is doing volleyball. So when she is chef for the day, she's not around. And so she has to make arrangements with another sibling to do her job, but she has to pay them in tickets accordingly. They they work this out ahead yeah. of time? Yes. So they're learning Ooh. how to barter. They're learning how to serve others. They're learning how to get along and negotiate. It's this beautiful process. So they earn up to five tickets a day and we simplified it and they get five minutes of media per ticket. So they can save their tickets, certain number of tickets, they get a certain dollar amount. Isabel, being my oldest, doesn't really have much buy-in because she's like, well, that's no big deal. I don't really care about, you know, earning a couple dollars for something. And I said, well, I think you'd kind of appreciate earning your cell phone bill paid for. And she's mm. like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that works. Let's, yes. Let's, <laughs> so let's talk through that. So it's no different than in life with any job. There are things you do and you do well, things you do that you're don't like to do, but you know, you have to, cause it's part of your job. And so we're tweaking it along the way. And it's uh, all these teachable moments. Oh, it is. And it's, it's been seamless for me because I'm not quote barking orders to the kids. It's yeah. good morning. How are you? You know, look at the list. This is your job for the day. Okay. And then I'm going around going about my day and I need something replenished. I'm like, Hey, who's the PA? Oh, so-and-so can you come over here? Sure. Mom. So they just know. I yes. Know. Yeah. It takes you out of the equation. <sighs> I can breathe. It's well, beautiful. It's been I did beautiful. something really similar to that when I, w- my kids were younger, I put uh, the specific chores on index cards and it had a, a value and, yeah. and they would earn more based on the value. And it was actually in dollars. So when they completed something, they checked everything off on the card and then they put it in their b- basket and then they earned money that way. So some of the kids love earning money, and Mm -hmm. so they cash in their tickets for money. Some of them are hoarding tickets. Hey, I have no problem because they want to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have certain times that we do family movie night, you know, those kind of things. But if they want to go above and beyond. The last thing that I will say is with the media, we have found that it works well for our family to do it in the evening, not first thing in the morning. They, they are grouchy, they're whiny, but it's something that they can look forward to in the evening. And yeah. as a mom, I'm tired. And at night, I just want to be left alone. I want to catch my breath, want to go to the bathroom uninterrupted, want to shower, take a bath uninterrupted. So yeah. that time is is valuable and precious. And it gives Brian and I alone time in the evening because they've cashed in tickets for various things. Nice. So I've taken what Jennifer has done, tweaked it on my own. And it's, it's worked beautifully. So I've been this, able to share this with several friends who've contacted me. And this is something that's going to be really good with the coming school year. If, yes. If people are uh, dealing with their kids at home. And yeah, take yourself out of the equation. Make it more like, 
I mean, we used to have Exchange City where the kids would go and for the day they would live that life. This is a, a just perfect example. Yeah, it's worked well. So it's like funny it. because it's I've I've tweaked it. What Jennifer has done called it the ticket system. We love it. Whenever I think of whenever I think of tickets, I think of train rides. Like you've got your ticket and you're like woo woo, and you you're <laughs> you know. So I'm I'm wanting to kind of transition into a kind of crazy ride. Train ride. You want to have your own train crazy ride? train ride? No. <laughs> no, I want to hear about you and the crazy... My crazy train ride this your week? Your crazy train ride this week, friend. It has been an interesting... Let's see, how many... Is it today Thursday? Today's... It we're is. recording on a Thursday. We're it's recording gonna, on Thursday. So it's been a crazy week. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah, I, uh, I am... I am more aware at the moment that we are fleeting. We're, you know... So that a moment changes everything. So I'm going to chime in here so that my friends hear this. Um, we're going to get real here. This is a conversation you and I would have. I know. Over coffee. And we're going to cry. <laughs> I know. So grab, grab your tissues and hold on to your heart. And I love you, Angie. I do. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're here, too. Yeah. I, um, I got hit in my car. And it was... Um, I've been playing it over in my mind and I, I so see God in it. There was nothing in my, my sight that looked like I would survive it, but then God, and that's the important part I think is to remember that we don't have the next moment guaranteed. I have, um, I've talked about this to a couple different people that the last thing I saw was this woman coming straight at my door as I parked on a road and she's driving full gas straight at me. And if you look at the picture, you can actually see her tire tracks in the grass. There was no skidding, nothing. She had the gas full on and she was headed straight for my door. That's what I saw. Okay. And I'm looking at her and I thought for, at first I thought I would throw it in reverse and get out of her way. I accidentally by God's grace, threw it into park so that I didn't move. And when she came off the grass and, and started to head across my road, she hit the edge of that road and it popped her up until she, and, and her, she had a hold of the wheel. So she was not coherent. She moved the wheel, right? And she ended up going into the air and going right and hit right above my back driver's side wheel and wow. and spun me 90 degrees but if you look at the picture she is way over to the right in the bank across uh, past me so ricocheting off me uh, it had to it had to have been a ricochet off me um but it, at one moment i'm watching her coming towards me and i think I don't know where she's going to hit. I don't know where she's going to hit. And I just braced myself because I have a, a blind spot, right? Um, and at this point, you are, you are not driving. You're not moving. No, I'm just sitting, waiting to enter the highway. I was just sitting there. I was a lame duck. You know, that whole lame duck thing. Right. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm just sitting there watching her come at me. And the, it, it happens so fast in the millions of thoughts that you have. The next thing I remember is screaming 
and my airbags were down and I'm facing up the road because I went 90 degrees, right? right? So I'm sitting across my lane now. And my phone started, my car started talking to me. Your airbags have deployed. We're calling emergency assistance. And I hear my phone start ringing, um, which was over in the seat, I guess. You know, I was perfectly aware of what was going on around me. I wasn't distracted or any of that. Um, and then I tried my door and I tried it twice and my door opened and I just got out. Like, I didn't know what to do. I was so freaked out. I couldn't believe I was still there. And I looked and I see the woman in the bank and my car, the back end of my car is just gone. And, um, I hear the phone ringing. So I run inside in my car. I go back under the, I ducked back under the, the, um, airbag, grabbed my phone, unplugged it. And I brought it out. I was going to call 911. Right. And I realized my phone is still ringing inside my car because <laughs> it's oh. attached to my Bluetooth. Right. Yeah. And so I hung up because nobody answered with great emergency assistance. Nobody right, answered. Right. But actually, I don't know how many times it honestly it rang. I, this happened so fast. I have no, no concept of time. The only th- concept of I, time that I have is that the accident happened at one eighteen because that's when my phone rang. My phone d- dialed that number. Oh, wow. So I knew exactly what time the, f- the accident happened. So I grab my phone, I cut it off, I dial 911, and I see the woman from the house where this other, this lady landed, come running to the car to help her. She still had her foot on the gas, and the woman shut the car off, and this woman was not coherent. She was awake, and she was not coherent, and um, she's like, are you calling 911? I said, yes. She's literally on the phone with the police officers that she knows lives down the street. Anyway, everything came about I called a friend of mine who was working just down the road and I just said I had an accident she's like I'll be right there and I literally was in shock I had no idea what was going on um everybody was wonderful but I mean obviously the concern was for this woman who obviously something had happened and um I was walking around so I didn't get even asked how are you doing because I was like I'm there (laughs) I'm walking around I had a scrape on my leg and I had a, a little bitty scrape on my arm. Praise God. That was it. Right. Wow. Right? And I walked away from it. Um, when it was all said and done and my car was getting towed, the police officer said, you need to go get checked. Cause he could tell I was still in shock. Even, even my friend was saying you are in shock. We need to get you to hospital. Well, there's always this, you don't know if there's internal injuries or what happens with the, the right. mind and all the tents of the body. You know, yeah. you may not have an outward. All the adrenaline's appar- running. Yes. And a surreal moment. So thank God you went and got checked. Yeah. I, I, she drove me to the hospital and I got checked to which, um, you know, the whole COVID thing is makes it very interesting. <laughs> I'm sure. But um yeah, I went through all of the necessary scans and all of that. Um, as I'm standing there, as this whole thing is playing out, I moved a little and I could feel my back. Oh. Was, I was like, okay, my back is starting to t- tighten up and it still hurts quite a bit because I had both hands on the steering wheel and then I was hit from the side. So everything from one arm to the other arm and across my back hurts. So putting my hands on the steering wheel, actually putting my, just doing it right now, it hurts. Go all across the middle so of my you back. So you were bracing yourself. I was bracing myself. And I hit, yeah, and I had gotten hit 50, at least 50 miles per hour straight on into the wow. back of my car. My poor little petunia. 
My poor little petunia is gone. My sweet little purple car. I'm just so sad so about my little So it was totaled? It, I haven't gotten any word yet, but I didn't have really a back end of my car when okay. it was all said and done. So I, I the way that cars the are made. The verdict's still out. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, this is the worst part is the whole insurance thing. It's just, it's craziness. But, you know. Oh, that's a conversation for another. <laughs> yeah. So here's what. Here's what I want to bring to the table, because, you know, you can talk about the details and and all of this. I didn't realize until the next morning when I woke up that I was still alive. Right. I went through a lot on a Friday afternoon, but I woke up in the morning and was like, oh, God, I need you now. Like, I need you now. And I just needed to get alone with God and I needed to praise and worship and I needed to do something. And I just... I sat alone with God and I just bawled. I was thankful. I was in shock. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, that was God. You know, I can see, you know, not literally see, but right. I, I can imagine Jesus standing at my driver's door and going, nope, yeah. it's not happening. Right. And I did that in the morning on Saturday I had a friend that was staying with me to make sure I was okay. And she gave me my space, you know, but then it didn't stop Sunday morning. It happened again. I had to just, I had to worship. I ended up putting, putting my earbuds in my hoodie over my head. And I just went out in the backyard and I just praised God. I just had to have time with him. It was just, I don't know. You know, you use the word surreal. It was just, I needed, I needed him. And I knew I had him. It was just, I don't know. I can't even describe it, but I needed that time with God and I needed to just cry, Yeah, you know, and really thankful. And the more that the days kind of settle in, the more I'm realizing this incredible gift that I've been given. And I even went into scripture and I'm, I'm like, I realize the moment that it all could have changed. The police officer that I've talked to has said this to me several times because unfortunately the woman that hit me passed away. And this is very sad for me. Yeah. I cried when I heard this poor woman, you know, and I don't know what happened to her, but it just hurt me and hurt me for her family. And, and he said, I'm so thankful to God that we didn't have two fatalities. And I, I it so easily could have gone that way. So God took me through some scripture. He took me to first Thessalonians chapter five. And it says now, brothers and sisters about times and dates, I do not need to write to you for, you know, very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. And I knew the thief was after me. And it says in verse three, while people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. I mean, obviously this is talking about end times, but I'm sitting here going, I have an enemy who wants to kill, steal and destroy that was after me. And I know predict the outcome. God knows the number of my days. It wasn't my day. Right. Thank God. But that reality is very real in me now. And then I think about people around us and their days are numbered. And are we telling them right now about Jesus? 
are we telling them? Because they need to know. Because their days, their hour, their minute is not, we don't know what's next. Gosh, it just put such a fire in me that people need to know Jesus. They need to know him now. What, what is the scripture? Where does it talk about bringing beauty from ashes? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. And friend to friend, there are times that you just sit and you listen and there's not a response other than a big hug yeah. and to say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Which you've already done a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is just listening to your heart. And I appreciate you sharing with me and with everybody, really. And I, I, I knew that God wanted me to share it. And I've been waiting for a moment to share. I didn't want to, I thought about, I thought it was supposed to be on the air and it wasn't really there's, but I don't believe in just telling a story without it pointing back to God. This is about God. This is about what he's teaching me in a really fast <laughs> moment. You know, this, right. this really was, I'm, I guess that's my message to people. Please don't let another moment go by. If there's that person in your life that needs to know, you don't know what's going to happen with them. I only wish I could have, I don't, I don't know why I didn't think to pray with this woman when I saw her sitting in the car, but she was not with it. Okay. But, and a lot was going and obviously it wasn't my first thought, but man, I wished I could have, I prayed over her. I had people praying over her cause I did not know what I didn't know her. I didn't know her status. I didn't know anything about her. Obviously you got HIPAA laws. There's no way of finding that out. Right. But I prayed for her and I said, I don't know who this person is, but she obviously had something happen and I need to pray for her. And now I don't know her destination. And that, that saddens me too. Um, so yeah, it's, it says in here, let us be sober minded. I mean, it says it through scripture. Can we get a real reality, reality check right now? I got a real reality check. And now I'm going through all that junk that you have to go through afterwards. It doesn't, it's okay. I'm still walking on the earth and I still got a job to do. That was the one thing that kept coming to my mind. What's next? Right. What am I going to do with it? And this is a reality of when you go through something like this, there, there is a next. If I'm still here, what am I here for? It's kind of almost like tuning in a little clearer mm-hmm. to our father. All right. I, the, the static is less staticky. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm honed in even more. What is my mission? What right. is, what's next, but what can be moved out of my way to focus on exactly why I'm here? And can we do that without having to get into a horrible car accident like I did? Can we just today say, okay, let's get rid of the junk and let's focus on God. What am I supposed to do next? Who am I supposed to talk to next? Right. I mean... Use my story if you need to and say, my friend just got in this horrible accident and she reminded me that tomorrow is not guaranteed. I need to tell you about the love of God and what I'm feeling. You know, use me if you have to use my story. If you use it for God's glory, hey, it's okay. Right. It's not meant for gossip. It's meant to glorify God and and to put a fire under you and me that this is the reality. I, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. I'm going through a lot of physical pain. I've got another concussion. Thank God. It's not like it was before because my friends have been with me through the concussions that I've had. That's probably why you mess up everybody's name. Cause remember I'm Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It, 
it, this one is not as bad as previously. Um, I have to really taper, you know, how right. I do. Is taper the right word? I have been, if you hear me on the air and I don't talk really smoothly, it's usually my brain scrambled. <laughs> Looking at the screens isn't always great for my eyes. Um, so I am reminded that... Um, I have a target on my back. We all have targets on our back. The more we do for God, the more we step against darkness, the more we march against darkness, the bigger our target gets. And I'm reminded that I need prayer warriors around me. I need intercessors around me. And I would ask people to pray for the whole staff because we are, we are fighting against darkness every single day. This is the reality of it. It's not to be hyper spiritual. It's not to be strange, weird, whatever you want to call it. No, this is the reality we are here to, to spread the message of Christ. And so much darkness is coming around us from every angle. And this was just another fight that I had to fight. Can I put a little twist on that? Is there really that much darkness coming toward us? Or is it that less people are shining their light? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I think that the, well, it's predicted. The darkness is going to rise up. Right. We, we, but we need to balance it with our light. We need to get out there. I mean, we win in the end, but how much are we going to fight? Right. We have to fight. And so prayer, intercession, please pray over Shine FM. Please pray over us. We're getting ready for a really big event. You know, we don't know what's going to happen next. Things change day by day, but we're leaving it all in God's hands. If God says this is moving forward, then we'll continue to have the backing of all the people that mean they give us that backing. And we will walk, walk forward. And I know that God will be glorified in the end because we're putting it back on God. Right. And if, and if it doesn't happen, then that was God's decision too. And we're okay with that. You know, it's just, it's just where we are at. So I, when I was working in the, when I was working at the bank years ago, I was struggling with some of my managers and there was a book that my father recommended called Jesus CEO. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes, it was amazing. And the reason I'm sharing that is if everything that we do is for Jesus being our CEO, he is the one that we do everything for. Mm -hmm. Everything yep. falls into place. Maybe right. not in, in, in our way, eyes yes. or the way we think it should pan out. Right. But when we look at things for him through his eyes, this is all about kingdom life. This is about kingdom business because ultimately this is not our home. And I remember my youngest son, Evan saying when he was a child, you know, mom, we're aliens anyway. We're not even supposed to be here. And justice. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he had a fun kid twist on it, but he was he spot got it. on. Yes. yes, he did. And, and you know, little this is sassy. not our home. Yes. Now he's gotten sassy. As he's gotten older with you the said whole... said this is Ian? No, this is Evan. Oh, this is Evan being Hello, sassy. Hello, Angie. Oh, yeah. He can hold his own. <laughs> All of our kids. He, he gets it naturally from mommy and dad. I but... don't interact with, interact with him as much as I do Ian. Yeah, well, he... He's, he and I are fishing buddies, even yes, though I don't are. fish. I just watch him fish. <laughs> <laughs> and you help him when he falls in. But that hasn't happened for no, a long time. I didn't help him. He actually had to get out by himself and he came oh. to me soaking wet. Sorry, I was not. <laughs> well, good for you. Thank you. Oh, let me help you. Let me help you. I wasn't you. No. present when he fell in the water. Okay. I, no, but every. That was years ago. No, it was last year. Oh, every, well, it seems like years ago. <laughs> doesn't it though? I know. But every time he goes fishing, I go, Ian. Don't, don't fall, fall in the water. In. <laughs> I, I'm not there to watch you. Right. Thank God he's old enough and knows how to swim. <laughs> yes. But again, it goes back to looking at, at, I don't know. There's so much to reflect upon, but God is good, Angie. Amen. Wow. 
I, you know, here's my other thing. You're talking about Jesus CEO. Can I just ask everybody who's listening and sit and to take this into yourself and also share it? Can we just stop fighting amongst ourselves? There's a spirit of division that's trying to separate us and unity is where God moves. And there is so much that we can complain about each other. Everybody's going to do something different. Hello. You may not agree. I know you're not going to agree with everything the other person does, but we have to, for the sake of the kingdom, be unified. Stop fighting amongst ourselves. Stop putting stuff on social media. Stop expressing your opinion openly because it's going to cause, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Let's stop with the division. Can't you see we're in a battle? We have to stop dividing and stop allowing that spirit of division to divide us. And it's so, so small in some places. But, you know, Satan, all he needs is a little foothold. Right. But we need to be unified in everything. Be unified. We have to strive to that. I can't even express it enough. And I, like I said, I'm not hyper spiritual. I'm not trying to. It's just, these are the things I have had a lot of time to think about over the last several days, contemplating my life, contemplating where we are, contemplating the fact that it says in the Bible that we are up against principalities and spirits that want to kill, steal, and destroy. That is what's going on. Right. You can't ignore that. It's happening now. You got to know that it is happening now and it's happening to you and to me because we follow Christ. So again, that visual, I'm a visual person. I yes. see that train, I see it going and you have an opportunity to, to, to hop on it, to hop off, to, to fit in somewhere on there yeah, and be with others that are like-minded. Yeah. So, you know, there, that's been my week. I am going to um, just continue to praise God. And I hope that the people listening, they actually hear my heart and that I, I really want them to, to seek God because it's, it's real. This is all real. And you don't know what's happening in the next moment. I saw the car coming, but there could have been, that could have been completely different where I didn't see it coming. Right. And people who've been in accidents, I think can understand this, but I had never been in something like this. I've been in fender benders. That's totally different. This was something that could have ended very, very differently. And the police officer continues to remind me of that because he's thanking God actually also. And that's, that warms my heart. I want to change. I want to get back to you. It's so wonderful to be here with you. I love being here with you. And you and I are kind of trained in our brains to think about the wins. So, you know, I got a win. I'm walking. (laughs) I'm walking and talking. Yes. So what's your win for the week? Well, since we're changing gears here, with summer being around and being outside and the kids swimming and lots of activities. Yeah. Ready? Here's my win for the week. We invested in a porta potty for the outside for our family and those that come and enjoy our home and property. <laughs> yeah. You don't want people walking through getting wet all over your carpets and stuff like that, right? No, I don't. And I welcome people to, to come and, and hang out. And, you know, we definitely value our family time, you know, that kind of thing. But I want to be able to open our home. And so to make it a little more simple for housekeeper of the, of the day or for myself to, that we did, we invested a little bit of money and we have a porta potty. I think that's, that's fantastic. Oh, let me tell you this. This is amazing. So I had a very dear friend of mine that was driving, um, from Chicago back home 
uh, to the Bell Fountain area. And she called me and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm like, really close to your house and my boys have to go to the bathroom. Can we swing by your house and go to the bathroom? And I said, oh my gosh, I love you. Yes. And I said, actually, you have choices. You can come inside or you can use the porta potty. And she was like <laughs> laughing. She pulls up. I hear a, the doorbell ring and she runs into the house to go to the bathroom. I go, where are your boys? She goes, they ran to the porta potty. They thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> to get excited about oh, the porta potty. So that's, that's my funny. win for the week. I'm not saying a porta potty is good for everyone, but it has worked well thus far for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think that's a huge win for the week. Thank you. I have. So <laughs> you can't top that one, can you? I, no, I can. I have so many wins for the week. Oh. I can't narrow it down. Honestly, every moment is a win for me right now. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I. I. I I'm just like living in this place of severe gratitude. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were speechless, and that would be a first. But it would kind be. Of. But see, I'm not. And, and yet, and yet, I still have more words. Yeah, I can yeah. always come up with more words. I have a lot of wins this week. I um, I get to get a new car. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. Actually, that's not. That's not. That's not even remotely one of my wins. But I am thankful to be alive. And I. I that is. I mean, you can't top that one. Right. You can't top that. And so let's talk about next week. Okay. Next week is going to be the second to the last Friday of the month. And we're going to do a quick podcast. But the following week <laughs> is going to be a little different. So we're not going to do a podcast the last week of the month because Rock the Lake is happening. I mean, at this point, Rock the Lake is happening. Right. So I just want to let people know that we're going to take a week off because I there's no way I can do Rock the Lake and a podcast. So, sorry, I won't be able to see you. So we can't rock the podcast that <laughs> week. I can't rock the podcast, but we can rock the lake. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I often think, I hope people are enjoying this. I hope people are enjoying having coffee with us. And Well, I am. It's an excuse for me to visualize myself at a coffee shop, except my coffee's cold again. We got to get out the I coffee know, warmer. Mine is kind of cold too. Yeah. And just take a little vacay away from the house and the kids. Really, I don't know how many weeks we've been doing this, but I know it's been several months. And it's it's been the highlight. Three months. Of my, three months? Yeah, three months. It's been the highlight of my week, really. I kind of look forward to it, too. That's an excuse to actually get you sitting down with me and having coffee. You know, let's talk for just a quick get second. Get me. To sit down and have coffee. Okay. <laughs> I see. So this uh, has all been manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, totally not. I love a hot cup of coffee and I don't even mind iced coffee. But when it's in the middle, doesn't that remind you of that scripture out of Revelation where God will spew you out of your mouth because you're lukewarm? Lukewarm is just not a good place to be. Did you just be or Jesus be cold. juke I did. <laughs> the coffee? Okay, Jesus there. juke the java. Yes. I totally did. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a cold <laughs> coffee kind of gal. I like cold coffee. I put ice in it, but don't give me lukewarm. Right. Blah. Right. Blah. That's hey. pretty powerful. Hey, my win for the week. Coffee is good. Hot. There you go. Or cold. There you but go. But not in between. <laughs> Angie, I love you. We love you. And this will be exciting to continue to see where God takes you, takes this community, this radio station, Rock the Lake, everything. Yeah. Praise God. He's United. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch what he does. Yes. And, and I, I'm going to be interested to watch our friends and how they're going to fight the good fight against darkness. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Well, there you go. There's a podcast like no other. Let's get real, right? I know. I love it. (laughs) But if nothing else, you and I are real. But that's it. That's the end of our podcast. Hey, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And thank you, Lord, that I'm still here, too. Amen. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye. friends, just a quick reminder, we would love to hear from you. If you have questions or want to interact with us, email Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. The Shine FM Podcast Network.